today's episode of the Regression to the Moon podcast, we have our week 13 wide receiver rankings. I am your host, Sean Moran, and joining me on this fine Wednesday afternoon are my co-hosts, Keegan Thompson and Aiden Holler. Keegan, how are we doing, man? I'm doing good, Sean. We're doing good. I'm fighting for my life. Playoffs are around the corner. It's time to uh, put your money where your mouth is and show the world what a good fantasy player you are. And diving deep into some RTM rankings will surely, most certainly, get you across the finish line. That's for sure. Wow. Keegan's a, a bundle of positivity today. We love that. Aiden. That was powerful. Aiden, yeah, I'm, I'm, like, I'm going to go cry. After <laughs> that was insane. Uh, yeah. Aiden, how are we doing today? I'm feeling good. Um, I think the Bears are back in the hunt. Um, so just going to put that on the table. I think we might be on the graphic this week. I'm not sure. We're on by, so I hope they they still put us in the hunt. But um, yeah, it feels it feels like anytime the Bears win, like we record as far away as possible from like that point in time. So like I'm calm at this point. Um, wait, no, we, we did record actually after, after Monday night, and you said that was worse than some of the losses we've had this year. You were like, we yeah, no, nothing about fields. I, I've had yeah. some time, and I've talked myself into a potential nine and eight finish um, if we can get past Detroit. <laughs> so um, put us back on the hunt graphic because um, Daddy's coming. We've earned it. Daddy's coming. We've earned Uh-oh. it. Look what Daddy Uh-oh. did, uh, and Aaron Rodgers is practicing, which is absurd, dude. I didn't expect. Dude, I'm, like I'm trying like to. The I'm just covering my eyes, dude. I'm not allowing myself to uh, get excited about that. I think this is just. Uh, it's all smoke and mirrors. There's no like chance gonna he's going to He's going to try and play. There's no chance. He's, he's trying if to we play. lose this week, wrong. he's not going to play. Yeah, correct. Try and prove the, prove the haters wrong. Come on. No, but he is going to victory lap like, oh, I was ready. I beat modern medicine. I'm a piece of shit. You know, like he's. <laughs> <laughs> That's actually going to be his next segment with uh, Patty McAfee. Oh. Um, before we dive into the rankings, we have some very exciting news, guys. So this is this is big time. Um, We're always looking to partner with new and exciting brands in the fantasy sports space. And we are proud to announce that we are officially partners with Chalkboard Fantasy Sports. Um, Guys, this is, we're pumped. This is amazing, right? Um, And the Chalkboard Picks game is incredible. You can win up to 100x your money by simply choosing more or less on the projected stat lines of your favorite NFL players. But, but, dear Mean Team member, what makes Chalkboard Picks unique is the fact that they offer alternate lines. For example, this Thursday, you think the Seahawks are going to have to play and catch up, and Geno most likely needs to throw for a ton of yards to beat the Cowboys. But you're a little hesitant to take his over 220 pass yards. Well, on Chalkboard, you can bring down Geno's 220 pass yard total all the way down to 199 yards. And if you wanted to take that bet and that prop and combine it with Tony Pollard's alternate reception lines of over two and a half, you can create a slip that will 2x your money that is hit in seven out of 11 games. It's pretty good, Aiden Keegan. Seven out of 11. We're, we're going we're gonna to take that every day of the week. You, I like those odds. We like them. You can sign up for the Chalkboard app in the link in the description of this video. And you can use promo code RTM to double your initial deposit up to $100. Promo code RTM, double your deposit up to $100. We are taking that Gino and Tony P slip this Thursday. 
and you can be taking it with us too with promo code RTM. It is chalkboard. Google it in the app store. Use the link in the bio, promo code RTM. We're pumped. This is huge. We love Underdog. Nothing against Underdog. We are still working with Underdog, but it's always exciting to bring a new player in the space and partner with them. Right, guys? Absolutely. It's awesome. Yeah, it's a super unique platform in the sense that, yeah, like the alternate lines is is kind of one of one in this space right now. So um, we're going to take yeah, it. Really awesome team there at Chalkboard. Really excited to work with them. And um, yeah, hopefully win a little bit of money. Week 13 wide receiver rankings. Six teams are on a bye this week. Some of the biggest names <laughs> in the wide receiver position are out. And it's time to dive in. The mean team needs us. All right. They, they need the right players to start. Must win season. Nut crunch time. You got to beat your idiot friends and your coworkers. You just got to dunk on them. So first things first, I have ranked the top 49 wide receivers and I've broken them into tiers based on their individual usage and production over the past four weeks. I like to go with four weeks of data. Some people take the whole swath of data for the year. Some people compare and contrast. I think what makes my rankings unique is that I believe in recent data as things change, especially towards the back end of the season. And I've taken that four weeks of data. I've compared it with their week 13 matchups. And I have ranked and broken these wide receivers into tiers. And now I have enlisted the help of my co-host to talk through each tier. And they have some takes they got to get off. They have some people they want to push up my rankings. They have some guys they want to push down. And we're going to do that today on this video. You guys ready? Let's rock and roll, baby. How many times do you say rock and roll a day, Aiden? Dude, I probably, I definitely start some meetings with. Ready to rock? Or, or more so sign off. Yeah, ready to okay. rock. I, I'm a big howdy. Howdy's a good one. It catches people off guard. I'm an all righty guy. I, I need to stop saying all righty. I cringe. I'm already sounding like a dad. I have no children. All righty. Like, all righty. Have a good one. Are you guys waivers? Yep. <laughs> We're already losing our entire audience here. Okay. Starting off things real hot with our f- real hot. What? Okay. Starting things off here. <laughs> wide receivers one through five. I've got Tyree Kill as wide receiver one. Keenan Allen as wide receiver two. CeeDee Lamb wide receiver three. AJ Brown wide receiver four. And Amon Ra St. Brown wide receiver five. Tyree Kill. This is a plus plus matchup for the Cheetah. Mini flag plant time. Wouldn't be shocked if he goes over 200 yards. I, I, I just. <laughs> the the commander's defense is terrible and the commanders throw the ball 50 times a game. So you are opening up a situation here where it's pass happy on both sides. I think the cheetah feasts and then wide receiver two here, Keenan Allen. I've got him two spots ahead of expert consensus rankings. How on earth are you not going to have Keenan Allen in your top three weekly? I don't get it. He's turning out to be the best pick in fantasy. It's crazy how hot he's ran in terms of Mike Williams gets hurt. QJ sucks. Josh Palmer gets hurt. And then Austin Eckler falls off a cliff in terms of efficiency. It's kind of set up perfectly for Keenan Allen to have an incredible season. If you took him in the second and third round this year, you're probably a one seed. So congratulations. Uh, But how are you not going to have Keenan Allen this week going up against a New England secondary that has given up 30 fantasy points per game to wide receivers? You got to have him in your top two. This is my initial number one tier. What are your guys' thoughts? I no think notes. the top two are like in a league of their own this week, especially Tyreek. Like, I think like tier one is like the Tyreek tier this week. Like, 
that Washington secondary gets absolutely abused on a weekly basis. I think the path for him, like you said, going for 200 is like kind of right there in front of him. I think he easily clears 100. And then the Keenan Allen role, I think he's kind of in his own world right now, too. It's like the dude's catching 10 balls every week. No one else is dependable, um, yet defenses can't find a way to cover him. He's just an elite route runner. Justin Herbert trusts the hell out of him, so I love it. Um, the other three guys, obviously, I think belong in this top tier, but I think like Tyreek and Keenan are almost uh, in their own little mini tiers within Tier 1 this week. I think we have a big week for C.D. Lamb as well, too. Pretty pretty favorable matchup against Seattle, and they're deploying uh, zone coverage at the third highest rate right now in the NFL, 83.7%. And Lamb is the clear leader in the clubhouse for the Cowboys, like against zone, running almost 2.25 yards per route run, and his target share is like almost 25% against zone. So big week for C.D. coming in. I like him as a top five play, and then, Amon Ra and A.J. Brown are our weekly top five plays. We need Dallas's defense to stop scoring touchdowns. Um, let's <laughs> yes, let's take a week off good. from Duran Bland getting in the yeah. end zone so C.D. Lamb can maybe do that, the posse um, right behind him. So We need yeah, more Rico Daddle screen uh, passes in the red zone. All right, <laughs> that's what we need more of. The, uh, the next tier that I have here, wide receivers 6 through 11, Wide receiver six, I've got Brandon Ayuk. Wide receiver seven, Jalen Waddle. Wide receiver eight, Mike Evans. Wide receiver nine, Michael Pittman. Wide receiver 10, and this is a little controversial. He practiced today, which is a great sign, but wide receiver 10, Chris Olave in the concussion protocol. Wide receiver 11, Tank Dell. That's it. Tank Dell has moved into top 12 land. That's where we're at in the season right now with Tank Dell. Shout out that dude. He is so fucking good. Uh, I have the most notes on guys in this tier, so I imagine we'll, we'll stay here for a second. Uh, I have Ayuk, wide receiver six. Uh, this is the number one matchup for wide receivers, which is insane to think. The Eagles secondary is giving up 37.7 fantasy points per game to wide receivers. The only thing really going against Ayuk, who has, the, who has top 12 production over the past month, is the fact that he's a massive negative regression candidate. He has the wide receiver 47 uses, wide receiver 11 production. It's so hard to predict the targets in this offense because there's so many good players, but this is a tough matchup for CMC against an Eagles front that's great against the rush. This is a great matchup for Ayuk and Debo. You have to think Ayuk goes nuts, especially the Niners. This is kind of a must-win game if they want to get this one seed. You have to think Ayuk is going to be be used at will here. I feel so confident about it. I've moved him up into my top six. I've been reticent basically all year long trying to contain my bias, but I, I can't do it anymore. I'm a homer through and through with this Ayuk move. Uh, other guys in this role, I mean, other guys in this tier, love Jalen Waddle. Everything you can say for Cheetah, you can say about Waddle. He looked great last week. Um, Mike Evans has been amazing. Bad matchup, though. Carolina has been pretty good against wide receivers, uh, giving up the 29th fewest points per game. Also, their just run defense sucks so much. So teams just run it down their throats. Uh, Michael Pittman, fantastic usage, great matchup and role. Crazy to think that we're in a season where uh, Keegan and Aiden had him as their their fade of the offseason and Michael Pittman. So milk was a bad choice. Had to call that out there. Come on. And uh, Chris Olave, please, like, <laughs> please, please play this week. I desperately need you. Well, obviously, make sure your concussion's good. Don't play if you're concussed and don't make it worse. But please be healthy. Please play. The Lions secondary is hot garbage. It looked like he was 
finally getting it going with Derek Carr. Alave is going to go nuclear if he can play this week uh, against the uh, Lions. I, I probably can move him even higher up. Thoughts on this tier, guys? You said Mike Evans's matchup isn't great, and and I agree it's not perfect. But I mean, this is like one of the hottest wide receivers in football right Pause. now, coming off a two touchdown game. Hey, <laughs> Hall of Fame. It's just added to his Hall of Fame resume. Uh, but nonetheless, like some more zone coverage stats. You know, Panthers are deploying zone coverage at like eighty four percent of the time, and Evans leader in the clubhouse against it with uh, two point six six yards per route run. He's also bringing in like 21% of targets against zone. And he also has five touchdowns on 256 routes against zone coverage. So it's a good matchup for him to put up some yardage and some stats where they're stingy is allowing touchdowns to receivers out wide. They've only allowed five on the year. So they are stingy there, but another big receiving game that should take him home, I think in, in PPR formats. Wow. Stats versus coverages. Wow. We love a, a well-researched Keegan. Let's go. <laughs> Aiden, uh, before we move to the next tier, any anyone here calling your name? I know you're a big Ayuk guy. Do you do you want 30 more seconds on Ayuk for you to profess your love to Dude, the man? <laughs> I I I could glaze this entire section. I'm not gonna lie. I, I feel like a crispy cream over here. Like I absolutely love this entire tier this week. Four of them just have like elite matchups, and then Mike Evans and Tank Dell. I don't really care who they're playing right now. Um, are absolutely just bona fide wide receiver ones. Obviously, Ayuk is my favorite play out of this group. I've been I've been standing on business since since early spring that it was him over Debo, um, and it's pretty much been true for most games. Um, so yeah, dude, no this this tier is going to go crazy this week. Um, keep I'll on my words on Michael Pittman for sure. He's just really yeah, good. Yeah, he's just a really yeah. Good you player. served a nice cold glass on that one. I just yeah. I I didn't. I mainly was fading the Richardson passing year one which doesn't matter because richardson's not even playing and it's still working out for him so uh no i i was dead wrong on michael pittman dude he's on pace for i think like 115 catches or something like awesome year absolutely awesome year. titans are getting obliterated by wide receivers who line up out wide this year they've given up the fourth most receiving yards per game to wide receivers out wide at 130 yards per game and uh, they've also given up 114 receptions on the year to wide receivers who line up where Michael Pittman will be lining up this week. So that is some naughty, naughty advantage for Mr. Pittman this week. That's an awesome tier. We're about halfway here through the rankings. We appreciate you as always for being a part of this community, watching these videos, engaging with us in the comments. If you haven't had a chance yet and you're new to this channel, you've came back to these videos a couple of times if you're part of the 70 percent of the people that watch these videos and don't subscribe to our channel go ahead subscribe to this channel it's the number one way you can support us the channel is completely free we're trying to get to a thousand subscribers that's our goal before the end of the season we'd love to make that happen but we can't do it without you next tier i've got here is good players really sad situations or bad matchups or you know fuck it your son ego collins it doesn't apply uh, disregard next tier jamar chase <laughs> wide receiver 12 debo samuel wide receiver 13 calvin ridley 14 nico collins 15 Devonte smith 16 adam thielen 17 puka 18 deandre hopkins 19 jamar chase rough first outing for jake browning but t- tough spot tough spot against the steelers front I'm not panicking quite yet. This is a much better matchup against a Jacksonville secondary that's giving up the seventh most points per game to wide receivers. 
Uh, usage remains strong for Jamar Chase. No T. Higgins as well. I'm, I'm cautiously optimistic he remains a top 12 play. Calvin Ridley at wide receiver 14. The Zay Jones effect is both a meme and the truth at this point. Uh, the fact that it just takes <laughs> Zay Jones playing for Calvin Ridley to be a top 15 weekly play is kind of stupid. Uh, but you just can't deny the fact that this offense has just looked better when Ridley is leading the way. And we, we all love Christian Kirk, but it, they've just looked far more explosive when Ridley's been playing well. And then my sweet prince, because Sade is my king, and I think Puka is my prince. I, um, Puka Nakua, rough matchup here. Uh, the Cleveland secondary has been the 31st worst matchup to wide receivers. However, Cleveland's banged up. They could be down Miles Garrett. They could, I think they're down Denzel Ward. It's not a great spot for them. And the underlying metrics remain elite for Puka. He is top 10 in wide receiver usage. He was putting defenders on skates last week. He didn't score more fantasy points because Kyron took them all. But he is a prime positive regression candidate this week. I'm cautiously optimistic about Puka. I, I'm down two spots with him. So I'm not super high, but I'm keeping my fingers crossed with Puka. Guys, thoughts on this tier? I've got two. I've, I've, I've got two off the top of my head. Um, one, I think Ridley and Kirk are too far apart. Okay. Um, Kirk's one drop away from, you know, having another, I think it was like a 20, 30 yard uh, catch downfield might even score like the, like the DB was way off. It looked like it got caught in the sun. Um, he out targeted him last game too. I, I think these guys are still pretty close. I think you've got to probably be within five if, if I was personally doing it. Um, the second one is Hopkins. I, I would bump him down almost like the bottom of the next tier. It's, it's been pretty dark since his two touchdown game, or was it three touchdown game with Levis in, in his first game, dude? The last four weeks, he has been wide receiver 27, 57, 18, and 52. Um, just brutal. Will, uh, Will Levis hasn't thrown for over 200 yards in, in three straight games. Um, this is just a really tough situation. Like, he's still awesome. He's still getting open, but like, he can't throw it to himself. Um, so Hopkins is someone I'd probably move down. You know, like I'd still rather have Christian Kirk. I'd rather have even Wilson, Marquise Brown. There's there's a handful of the guys in the tier that we're going to get into next that um, I'd, I'd personally prefer over DeAndre Hopkins at this point. Keegan? Uh, just a couple quick thoughts. Like, give, me, give me Debo, like right after Ayuk this week in, in the rankings. Like everything you said for Ayuk also applies to yeah. Debo here as well too. Uh, Devonta Smith, I'll be super interested to see. I, I can't even believe it's a possibility, but Dallas Goddard is looking to play this week potentially. I don't know that it happens, but that could be kind of a wrinkle in the Devonta Smith ranking here. I'm not going to sit here and be like, oh, it we should go up or down. Totally be a wrinkle though. By the way, I don't think yes, Goddard's going to play. Plays, the splits are crazy. Like for the past two yeah, years, they're crazy. they're crazy. He's so much better without him. And for anybody who's like looking at these rankings and wondering, like, you know, what's Cooper Cup not doing? Kind of closer to Puka. Like, I forget who the guy was, but I saw it on Twitter. The reason Puka has been better as a fantasy asset than Cooper Cup is the Cooper Cup role that included manufactured like passing plays and touches for him has gone to Puka. And like his usage has changed because of it. And he's getting like 15% of his plays are like scripted for Puka. So I, I really like where he's at kind of in this range too. I'm, I'm also in agreement with Aiden here on the, the Hopkins. I, I feel like 
I don't know, Will Levis and trying to predict another three touchdown game is almost nearly impossible. And then Thielen. What? Oof. Good matchup, but I, I don't. It might be Jover. This is like. It might be Jover. It, and I don't even know if it's Jover for, for Thielen. It's just like, okay, ourselves, we're, man. It might be we're going for a coaching change. Uh, the team in general has just looked awful. He is the only good wide receiver on that team. So I can understand like, okay, maybe the coaching staff's like, let's beat our best players. But I don't know how he can be a top 20 play this week for me just because of how bad the Panthers have been. Like no disrespect to Bryce or anything, but they're in a bit of a clusterfuck situation here. But other than that, Chase, Debo, Calvin, Nico, Devonta, like I, I'm firmly in on those guys in this range. Same with Puka. I think the only two I'd bump out are Thielen and Hopkins. And we'll talk about a couple guys that might be able to go up in rankings in the next one. I'm not married to the the Hopkins ranking. I just like the usage in the matchup. So that that's where I'm yeah. at. I, I could slide him up or down, but that that's where I He can hit OM run too. Yeah. Like he like he's still a threat for like a Mike Evans like fifty yard ball, you know. Like he like with this size downfield, he can easily moss a DB and give you a fourteen point blow. Next tier of guys that I have, and we'll we'll the last two will probably kind of fly. The last two or three are kind of I don't know, but th- this one's a little bit of a meteor tier here. Wide receiver twenty, Josh Downs. Wide receiver twenty one, Deontay Johnson. Wide receiver twenty two, Terry McLaurin. Twenty three, Marquise Brown. Twenty four, Garrett Wilson. Twenty five, Cortland Sutton. 26, Cooper Cup, 27, Christian Kirk, 28, DK Metcalf. So Josh Downs got like nine targets. It's basically just him and Michael Pittman. This is a great matchup. So I'm high on Josh Downs. Uh, Regression is coming in a major way for Deontay. Wide receiver, 14 in usage, 46 in production. Should have caught a touchdown. I don't know how he didn't last week. Uh, Arizona is a juicy matchup for wide receivers. Love Marquise Brown this week. I think I'm kind of in. I said, hey, just give me one good week where he gets targets. We got that week. He looked good. He's a major regression candidate. He's showing signs of life, and this is a good matchup. Did pop up on an injury report today. Well, he didn't practice like all last week, so he might just be – that just might be his vibe. We already covered Christian Kirk. I probably need to move Kirk back up. This was a little aggro. I don't know what – I. Christian Kirk didn't do anything wrong to me. I'll probably adjust this later. <laughs> and uh, DK Metcalf, uh, bad vibes. Terrible matchup, bad vibes. Um, uh, Gino's not that good right now either. So that's why I'm pretty, no, it's not going well I'm pretty low on DK. Thoughts on this tier before we jump to the next one, guys? Uh, I have some some notes to cover on the uh, Seattle uh, wide receivers to kind of further explain just how Jover – it is for them. Uh, <laughs> it's it's really bad. I mean, he's like, first where off, do I start? Where do I start? First off, let's just start talking about the the Cowboys and kind of like where DK stands in this. Like Cowboys are the fourth highest rate of man coverage in the league right now. And, and DK does lead the Seahawks in yards per route run, target share on 76 routes against man this year. But Cowboys are giving up the second worst catch rate on the year at like 51.5%, the second fewest yards per target to wide receivers aligned out wide at only 6.6. And it's just not good for DK in general. Like, let's talk about his stats. Nine-plus targets in the last five or six games, and he's only caught more than half of his targets in two games in that span. Also, sitting at a career low, this number is going to terrify you, career low 53.8% catch rate. That ranks six, and he also ranks right now 65th in catchable target rate out of 74 wide receivers with 50 plus targets. I thought Gino was a top 10 QB. 
I thought he was. It has been it has been a mixture of DK not getting home. It's been a mixture of bad QB play. He now enters into a matchup that's really good against outside wide receivers and just in general good against wide receivers. Like DK has a, a miserable matchup. I don't think that this is the week that he kind of bounces back. And it doesn't look good for any of the Seattle wide receivers as well, too. I mean, fourth fewest, rece- fourth fewest receiving yards a game at 80.9. Second fewest receptions to receivers aligned out wide also goes for Lockett. Like, he's got an 18%, 18.8% target share against man coverage, so he's not the preferred option. I went over that. DK is with almost 30% target share. And it's bad get for JSN, too. I mean, they're really good against the slot. They're allowing like the third fewest receptions on the year to wide receivers from the slot. Curtis Samuel somehow mustered nine for 100 last year, but Curtis Samuel is just Curtis Samuel this year. I'm counting him as an outlier, but it's bad. It's all bad for Seattle wide receivers this week. Aiden, thoughts on this tier? Yeah, um, there's one guy in general um, that I really like personally. It's the unrealized air yards are are starting to become realized uh, with Marquise Brown, and it's and it, and it, and it's quite exciting actually. Um, last week he had his second highest output of the year in terms of yardage. Um, six of twelve targets for eighty eight yards, which which we like. We absolutely like the direction that Marquise Brown is trending in. I think it's just kind of taking a bit of time for uh, him and Kyler to get back on the same page. We've talked about it time and time again. Like the start they were off to last year was like absolutely tremendous you know he was wide receiver one type stuff top 10 play every week so i really like him this week i think he's gonna have a monster game um pretty generous matchup as we've already talked about i think both of those passing offenses are honestly gonna have a ton of fun in that game so that's that's definitely a game that i'll be tuning in for um i think both deontay and marquise are huge uh positive regression candidates in that game but um i'm really more excited to see marquise myself oh and also good spot for terry Mr. McLaurin, good spot for him. I just, I know it's been a little bit uh, downturn, but yeah, we talked about it in the running back episode, why we don't like Brian Robinson just because of the game script, but it's going to be good for Terry McLaurin and who knows, probably fucking Curtis Samuel again. But Miami's been a little Thomas will score like three touchdowns or something, man. (laughs) Sam Howell, two rushing touchdowns. And yeah, yeah, Chris Rodriguez will catch a touchdown. James they're that middle of the road in terms of like yards per game to receivers aligned on the perimeter where Terry will spend you know a good amount of time but he's like their leading target share person against the zone coverages that Dolphins will deploy for them and dude Garrett Wilson put up 7 44 and 1 mind you the touchdown was when Miami had given up but 7 reception 44 catches and that was Tim Boyle thrown to him like I like Terry this week <laughs> moving on to the next year uh <laughs> George Pickens, wide receiver, 29. Brandon Cooks, 30. Rashi Rice, 30. Rashi, I'd never get it right. 31. Chris Godwin, 32. Tyler Lockett, 33. Demario Davis, 34. And then I got the trio of the Douglas. Packers, wide Demario Douglas. And then I've got the uh, trio of the Packers, wide receivers, all lumped together. Wide receivers, 35 to 37. Jaden Reed, Christian Watson, Romeo Dobbs. Uh, George Pickens is a positive regression candidate and a good matchup. Uh, I don't know what else to do with that. Uh, Brandon Cooks, negative regression candidate, but he's firing all in all cylinders. The Cowboys seem to know how to use him now, and he looks great. Uh, looked a little Jover at the beginning of the year, but he looks good. Uh, Douglas is playing in a good matchup, but quarterback is uncertain. Usage is good. I, I'd be a little nervous to start Douglas, especially uh, he may be in the concussion protocol. It's still TBD on that. I don't, I don't know if anyone has an update on that. And then the Packers wide receivers, 
Jaden Reed remains the best option for PPR because of the layup targets. Uh, but good at good luck trying to figure out which one of these three does super well. And then you also have Dontavian Wicks might factor in and Tucker Craft. Um, I don't. It's it's not a great spot uh, for this against KC too. Has been pretty good against wide receivers. Uh, thoughts quickly on this tier before we jump to the last two. I've got one guy. Um, I think Godwin is is head and shoulders above everyone in this tier. Um, he he sees six, seven targets pretty much every game. It hasn't really amounted to much lately, but I think like it's kind of that dragon meme. Like everyone else kind of reminds me of, like the tongue out, like goofy eyes. Yeah. Or like Chris Godwin's kind of a dude um, and could actually have a game. So it like if he was a top twenty wide receiver, um, you know, like I'd probably pick Godwin out of any of these guys. Maybe Christian Watson, but like. I'm never hitching myself to that wagon, but um, yeah, Chris Godwin is is kind of a dude amongst uh, kind of like inexperienced guys here. Yeah, favorite plays out of this tier, Sean, are the first four you have listed, and probably going in order, like honestly, exactly how you have them. I yeah. kind of like Pickens this week too. Moving on to the next tier, I've got Drake London, 38, Elijah Moore, 39, Amari Cooper, 40, Curtis Samuel, 41, Jahan Dotson, 42, JSN, 43, Jerry Judy, 44. I thought Drake London looked awesome last week. I just want nothing to do with this matchup against the New York Jets, who have been by far and away the stingiest wide receivers all season long. Big, brutal matchup, low passing environment. I'm I'm expecting Bijan to go nuts. And then the whole Browns dynamic is Cooper playing. Who's playing QB? Moore could easily drop out of this top 49 or this tier if Cooper plays. I don't really know what to do here with that group. Uh, JSN's interesting too. They said they're going to try and feed him. Um, so, yeah, I don't I don't know. I don't know. So, uh, thoughts on this tier? These are dart we, throw yeah, plays. Yeah, I, don't know. I would definitely avoid Drake London and like it might be Joe Flacco playing quarterback oh, uh, for Elijah Moore and potentially Mari Cooper and then Curtis Samuel remains Curtis Samuel. I'm sure the enemy will find a way to make him useful for so your fantasy teams. And it is extremely annoying uh, that he's outscoring Jahan Dotson every week. And then, yeah, Jason highlighted what a bad matchup it is for all of the Seattle re- receivers this week. But, hey, if there was one person I think would hit home, it would probably be Jason just going off what Curtis Samuel wow. did to Dallas this week. Wow. If I had to pick one out of this tier. I just think probably Drake London, even though the matchup stinks, London's really good. I think I'd go London. He's just the yeah, best I guy. I mean, Cooper, too. I, I don't, we're moving on to the next year. Last group. Yeah. <laughs> Please don't play these guys. Uh, Tyler Boyd, 45. Justin Watson, 46. <laughs> Justin Watson, 46. Uh, Greg Dorch, 47. Say his name. Rondell Moore, 48. Jonathan Mingo, 49. Greg Dorch, come on. He's been productive and back to back. Dorch or Chamber. Dorch. That's the only one I like. Get yeah, dude. One more, one more week without Michael Wilson, probably. So you get one more Dorch or Chamber. McBride popped up on the say. injury uh, report today, too. Him and Wilson, yeah. both on the injury yeah. report. So we need McBride um, to play. That would be a, a disaster. <laughs> I would, they would have zero size. It would just be like like all the little guys running around and just getting squashed I, across the middle. I might quit fantasy if McBride doesn't play. Uh, but <laughs> Marquise will be fine, surely. But that is it for our top 49 wide receivers. If you have any questions, comments, drop them in the comments below. Download Chalkboard, promo code RTM, double your deposit up to 100 bucks. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in. Until next time.